Welcome back to Always the Last to Know. I'm Ash. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. It's been a really long time. I'm Liz. And I'm Katie. Wow. I really froze there for a good second. Okay. It's a great um, start. Great start. <laughs> it's a great, great. start. Uh, how's everybody been? Um, I am so sorry that, great. yeah. Wait, <laughs> I mean, pause, let the, let the listeners answer. Tell us how you've been. Uh, yeah, because it was for them. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It'll get better, it'll get better. Okay. Keep okay, going. okay. We apologize for our long hiatus. Um, as with everyone, this entire year has been crazy and we just kind of needed like a break. Uh, but we are super happy to be back, and I think we all really needed this. <laughs> yeah. Because shit's crazy, and I still don't know anything, and we're here to help. <laughs> I know less now. <laughs> I'm more confused than ever. So much more yeah, confused. I'm more confused. <laughs> Shit is just going wrong every day, and I don't know what to do. But nothing Yo, makes sense. Geo is tearing up a storm yeah. in your Yo, background. I'm so sorry. My dog is... Yeah, I was like, what? I thought I was imagining the chaos for a moment, but... No, no that's my dog, Geo. So yeah, life update. My dog, Dylan, died, and now I have a Aww. new dog, Geo, because that's how long it's been since we've recorded. And, oh, oh my god. Oh my god. We miss Dylan a lot. I love Dylan. Um, oh, but then I do have to say that just by looks, Geo looks exactly like dylan but like the fuzzier version oh yeah yeah oh, yeah he does oh he's so yeah. cute he's like cute. his sorry joe he's kind of like his dumber version like he's like <laughs> doesn't know what's going on he doesn't know what to do um wait wait so <laughs> something that i've come to realize recently is that there are dogs who are like intelligent and are aware of things and then there's dogs yes. who have like nothing behind the eyes so mm-hmm. is that geo geo's got nothing going on in there nothing going on back there for sure <laughs> um i've seen him like pick up a little cat toy like fluffy ball and then he'll throw it up in the air and then look straight forward and then forget that he threw it and then it just hits him in the head oh my god and like that's in the span of just tossing something in the air and then it falling back down to the ground like there's nothing nothing going on he's just such a sweet stupid boy i love him i love him so much oh man anything else going on in your life just work working with animals spending my time with dogs it's awesome uh, what about you, Liz? What's going on? Oh, nothing has changed, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do you guys know there's a pandemic going on? Yeah. A panorama? Slight pandemic. Atlanta's, like, <clears throat> crime rates. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, we are absolutely, I don't know if you guys remember, but our Halloween episode, uh, we talked about, uh, is it Linear? Okay, yeah, Lake Lanier. Um, there have been so many deaths at that lake. I think it's like, like four recently. or five this year. Yo, yeah. Yeah. Ashley, do an- you need what? to apologize to the demon that haunts Lake Lanier for forgetting its name and I how to so, pronounce so it <laughs> before it no, comes no, no, to no, your bathtub. Said- <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so, so sorry. Uh, but let's not forget that there is a town buried under there. So I think that yeah. that's probably, um, all these deaths are probably like retribution for the horrible way that those people were tr- uh, treated. Um, but there's like mad deaths happening there. And honestly, I think that we definitely need to do an update episode. I mm-hmm. think we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. This is going to do one. Because I'm over here like, they need to just stop letting <laughs> uh, people what? go to this lake. Like, Drain just the lake. You buried a town people under live, there with people I in know. It. Of course but bad shit live, like, is going right to happen. On the border of it. Like, right on the border. Like, their houses in their backyard is Lake Jesus. Lanier. So. I would not want to live in Yeah, no. Stop no. boating in it. Stop swimming in it, please, for the love of everything. So, don't Liz do is going to bring you an update it. on that. Yeah, don't worry <laughs> about that. Don't worry. But no, <laughs> nothing for work has changed for me. Felix is great. Life is great. Everyone's great. <laughs> and then uh, my life update. What about you? Yeah, yeah. Ashley. Things are like great you, for you, Ash? right? Yeah, things, things are super yeah. awesome right now. Um, <laughs> over a week ago, I went to the hospital because I fucked up my ankle. And this is the same one that I hurt last summer. So I haven't been to work in a week and a half. Uh I do go back next week, but I'll be in a boot for who knows how long doing a ton of physical therapy to try to avoid surgery. So that's where we're at. So fun. For those of you listening, don't feel too, too bad because I am the clumsiest person in the world and like no one was surprised that this happened. So (laughs) I'm just kind of dealing with it. I had a But it could have been avoided if the landlord filled the fucking holes. That parking lot is dangerous. Yeah. Um, dangerous. dangerous. So that's what happened. I was literally leaving work and walking through the parking lot with my coworkers, and I hit the edge of a pothole that is in the very, very damaged parking lot behind the salon and um, fell. And my amazing coworker took me to the hospital after <laughs> attempting to try to take me home. And my neighbors definitely have a very chaotic and funny scene of her trying to get me to my stairs. Oh my god! And then us just abandoning that and her <laughs> taking me to the hospital. So yeah, <laughs> it was great. Life's, Life's great. great. Don't worry. So I did have like a bit of a mental a mental breakdown at the beginning of this, but you know what? Um, I'm just gonna deal in with it now. Yeah. So that's all yeah. we can do. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, like, work's been really great. I'm super busy, so that's awesome. Hell my yeah. husband got a job again. Once again, fuck you, COVID, but he fuck got you. a job again. Wow. He's working in town with me. Yeah, yeah. Go down. In a nerdy job that he loves, and, mm. uh, yeah. Besides the ankle, everything's pretty great. <laughs> good. That's so good to hear. Because mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to you since we recorded last, because that's how podcasts work, right? <laughs> Yeah, we definitely have not seen each other, like, mm-hmm. multiple times. No. <laughs> no. All, all very COVID safe, everyone. Don't you worry. Oh, y'all, I didn't even, like, mention that my dad had a heart attack on April oh Fool's Day. Yeah, you didn't mention your dad's heart attack. You didn't mention you and your fiancé getting COVID and how your taste and smell is oh, all fucked yeah. up. No. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, it's coming back, and... Well, this might be a good segue into our topic tonight because we're talking conspiracy theories <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I had a conspiracy theory, and I think I told Ashley, Katie, I don't think I told you this, that people who are vaccinated 
when they were breathing out people who were not vaccinated and were around people who were vaccinated were getting somewhat vaccinated. Totally. This is, I'm talking like Uh through 500 different other moons. Anyways, because I saw my parents after finally like a month after my dad having his heart attack and was around a vaccinated person and my senses started coming back. I could smell more. I could taste more. And I was like, it's weird because they said if you get the shot, then, you know, you get your senses back. Listen, so I don't know anything was like, about anything, so it could be fucking real. A. <laughs> it could be fucking We don't real. know anything. I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> This is what this but entire thing is about. <laughs> this was my conspiracy theory, and I had relayed this message to Ashley one drunk night. I was going to say, I, I didn't even remember that conversation. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Woo! <laughs> but anyway, so... Uh, yeah, that, that was my conspiracy theory hmm. about the vaccination. Uh, but the good news is, is that be your or not. senses are starting to come back. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. Dope. Hey, finally. Especially because... The only thing I oh, go ahead. hate is I still can't smell my oh. armpits. Oh. <laughs> Have you awful. had other people smell your armpits to tell you if they smell? Have you considered that maybe your armpits no. just don't smell? No, I know they do. Okay, <laughs> what if COVID made that not a thing anymore? <laughs> Whoa, that would be crazy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I need you Maybe to confirm have Gus put his face what, in your Can outfit. we trust Gus's sense of smell, though? He also he had his? COVID. I know. He also but had COVID. did he COVID. lose his? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. okay. He was the first I forgot, to go. I it, took, it took me four days. All right. <sighs> I need you to find an unbiased stranger. Phone a friend. Tell, no, not a friend. I need someone Phone. who don't know at all. Go ask your neighbor. <laughs> I'm going to go ask a stranger Approach tomorrow. someone on the street. Go ask your new parking lot stalker. I don't know if that's a great idea here. <laughs> Excuse me. Following me around, but I want to know if it's because of my armpit stank. Thank you very much. Do Get I... it in there. Actually, that would just be a really interesting study as to how many people actually smelled your armpit. Uh, <laughs> I'd just be curious to know if that would happen. Oh my god. Geo, please calm down. Oh, okay, bad. so. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, Katie. What do you what do you got for us this evening? So um <laughs> I made a TikTok and they asked on TikTok about your favorite conspiracy theory. So I recorded a little video and a lot of people were like, This is really interesting. So I figured... Um, not just a lot of people. Can we pause for one second and mention the fact that this bitch got almost 2,000 followers because of this goddamn conspiracy theory video, and she's been on the app for, like, two months. <laughs> to be fair, some of those did come from me calling out Walmart and CVS for their bullshit racist Ooh, shampoo holdings. Yeah. Um, not letting people buy shampoos that are meant for... That shit being locked up is fucking bullshit. That shit being locked up is fucking okay, but that's yeah. not what this podcast no, that's is about. Bullshit. Ooh, we we went off on some guy, yeah. so that was, okay. that was fun. <laughs> um, so I don't have TikTok for the record, you, everyone. Uh, yeah. Everyone, so TikTok is so Liz new to me. Into TikTok, she's on her Insta game. She's she's on her Insta game. Okay, okay. 
please continue. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> I figured yeah, that I would make a more concise summary of the conspiracy theory that I covered on TikTok. I'm so excited. And it is everywhere. It, it's all over the place. Like, it goes everywhere. So just bear with me. If you have any questions, let me know. Uh, it's so many, like, it's so far and crazy that I had, like, a really hard time figuring out how I was going to cover this. I have, like, four different versions of my notes to get to this one that I have now. I did love, and I'm gonna say this right now, I've watched the TikTok videos, have not seen the notes, I only saw the first line where you were like, I really didn't know how to set this up. Yeah. <laughs> no it idea. made me laugh. Um, so, we're going to start with our main character. A man named Andrew Basiago. A grown-up man. An older man. Who decidedly goes by the name of Andy. And that feels, like, really important to point out. <laughs> okay. Because he's, like, definitely in his 50s, and that's just not a 50-year-old person's name. I just gotta say it from the top. <laughs> I will refer to him as Andrew. Because, Andy Basiago. Yeah, Andy does not, like, if I were to say Andy is an attorney, no. <laughs> no. Andrew. Mr. Basiago. Andrew. Yes. So I will be referring to him as Andrew. Andrew, if you hear this, I'm sorry if that makes you uncomfortable. Get yeah. over it. Okay, so... Andrew <laughs> is an attorney for a private firm based in Washington State. He has five mm -hmm. degrees, which include a bachelor's in history and a master's in philosophy. Those I specifically mentioned because they feel very important for what is coming. Yeah. He has more. But he's like a really educated person. Um, and that's what makes well, the things I'm about to say even more fascinating. <laughs> Um, da, da. So I'm going to run through just a, a few more facts, and then I'll make a statement as to when this happened, but later in the episode, everything that I'm saying is allegedly. So I'll okay. let you know once that starts. Okay. <laughs> okay. Andrew's dad, Raymond F. Basiago, was employed as the special projects engineer and an inventor for the Ralph M. Parsons Corporation in New York which is now today known as the Parsons Corporation of Pasadena, California. According to the history of that corporation, and this is true, the company developed electronics, instruments, ground checkout system designs, and engineering for aircraft rockets and missiles during the Cold War. Wow. So, I'm mentioning this because that means that they have a known history of working with the government specifically the part of the government that's in charge of defense, which is known okay. as the Department of Defense. Okay. Okay. Now we're going to go back to okay. our boy, Andy. <laughs> Andy. Andy. Uh, Andy! In 2015, Andrew, Andrew filed an affidavit, because again, that's not something that an Andy would do. What year? 2015. <laughs> okay, so relatively okay. Recently. recently. Basiago filed yeah. an affidavit, and in this affidavit are a lot of claims. The rest of everything I'm going to say is allegedly, unless otherwise stated as fact. Okay. 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 Got it. Andrew claims that during the years of <laughs> 1968 
1972, he was working for his father, who was involved as a top secret, who was involved in a top secret government project known mm -hmm. as Project Pegasus. It was classified as a defense program for the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, which is known as DARPA. DARPA is a subsection of the Department of Defense, and their job is to research and develop technology for the defense and, wait, yeah, for the defense responsible for the development of emerging technologies for use by the government. Basically, there are those people in, like, that show Eureka who's, like, yes. creating really dope tech that no one else is allowed oh. to have access to. Well, I'm watching that show right now. Yeah. Okay. So, like, when... I've never okay. heard of this so show. So when you think of, like, like science fiction shit, when everyone's, like, mad scientists working for the governments, yeah. that's DARPA. Those those are those people, okay. basically. No, no, no. So, no. we're just going to recap everything I just said. Andrew's dad no. worked as an engineer for the company known to work with the Department of Defense, okay. a company founded by Ralph Parsons... Andrew's dad was involved in that company as an engineer and brought Andrew's dad to work on it. So, Project Pegasus. Project Pegasus is a U.S. time-space program that used what he called as quantum access for surveillance. Now, when Basiago says quantum access... What he means is teleportation and time travel. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. So just like a couple of side things that kind of like back up some stuff about the Ralph Parsons company. The founder of the company, Ralph, named his yacht Pegasus 2. Ooh. In the 1970s at the end of Project Pegasus when he bought the yacht. Uh, that's suspicious. Uh, what? Super fucking suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Especially because yachts always have like boat names. Like Chiabui, yeah, not Peg. Like, but this is your boat that's <laughs> using you to travel places? Okay. And then the other thing is in 2005, Basiago. Like Hercules? Yeah. <laughs> In 2005, Basiago says that he tried to get information on his dad's employment with the CIA, but when speaking with them, was told that the CIA is not allowed to release information on CIA personnel, even if they're living or dead. Which, Basiago was just trying to figure out if his dad worked for the CIA, so, like, way to just fucking confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, your not answer was an answer. Yeah. Okay. Like, Thanks. come on, CIA. Like, we're smarter than that. Thank you very much. Please. Okay, so. Watch us all get Oh my god, right? <laughs> For talking about this. I can't. <laughs> to be fair, I made this TikTok uh, a couple months ago. I'm still alive. Yeah. So. And okay. at this point, honestly, with the way the world's going, you can just take me out. It's cool. It's cool. If, okay. if, I, if the CIA yeah. kills me, it was my time. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to skedaddle on back to quantum access, a.k.a. teleportation and time travel, because this man is we're trying... to travel on back. Travel on back in time <laughs> in the back, conversation. Back, 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 back. Uh, because what this man is saying <laughs> is that when he was seven years old, his dad hired him 
to work essentially as a spy for the U.S. government while teleporting and time traveling. Why does it feel like hired what? is a very loose term? <laughs> like, he just took his son to work. Yeah. <laughs> a seven-year-old. Oh, but here, oh, you know time what? Travel. We'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. So, why are they doing this? Great question. Um, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest focus of Project Pegasus. I'm sorry. Was they wanted to get important information from both the past and the future to the military, the CIA, and whatever whoever was the U.S. president. They wanted to be able to teleport to Mars to maintain relationships with aliens. They were just genuinely curious about what happens when to the human body when you try to travel and time travel and teleport. And that they, is a conversation we have had too, and it is interesting. Yeah, I yeah. This is where his masters in philosophy gets very fascinating. Yeah. Um, and they wanted it as a response to potential dangers. Which, if we're thinking about the time period in which it claims that this started. Um, it's pretty, it makes, it makes sense. So Basiago claims that the Project Pegasus started before he got involved. He wasn't just in in the beginning as a seven-year-old. It apparently started in 1943 when Nikola Tesla died. The government goes to his hotel room and takes all of his notes, which is true. That's a fact. Like we know that for a fact. That's not... That's not that boy dirty. Yeah, because yeah. then the FBI, decades later, which I have read through a lot of these documents, has released some of them, and there are like notoriously missing Tesla's missing pages, which is actually another conspiracy I covered on my TikTok. Um, but like, that's a story for another day. Shout out to our Tesla episode. <laughs> um, okay, so it's 1943. We're on the brink of the Cold War. The U.S. is on high alert. We've got all of Tesla's notes, so DARPA kicks into the full gear, trying to figure out what they can do with Tesla's fucking notes and what how they can turn it into weapons. Basiago claims that from those papers, the government began to study and perfect teleportation. And it was the assassination of JFK in 1963 that made the government be like, we need this perfected ASAP. We need to be able to get people away from danger in the blink of an eye. Because teleportation probably would have come in handy for JFK. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So it was by 1964 that they, like, really perfected it and, like, you know, were making sure it was safe. Um, There were some stories in the early times of time of teleportation where someone returned back from the jump spot before their legs did. Wow. So there was just, like, a person with no legs for a little bit, like, freaking oh out. And then in, like, a few seconds later, the legs came back. Could you imagine? No. Just the bro, I down. would be freaking like, the fuck does it out. Hurt? Like, were they freaking out just because they weren't there? Or were they freaking out because they were in pain? Like, what is that sensation like? I don't know. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> I would assume. I don't want to find I don't out. Know. I would assume. But I do. But I don't. I don't either. <laughs> but I would assume. No. I feel like it's just like a glitch of the matrix. Somehow. Yeah. We are living in a simulation. Well, and I then it makes that, me. Yeah. It makes me think of. Um, 
you know, that thing where people get like things amputated and they can like still feel that pain because their brain says, yeah, because their brain says they're supposed to. Part of me wonders if he was just freaking out because he was missing his legs and he knew that he was supposed to be in pain. You know, like the brain is so powerful. Yeah. Which, (laughs) keep that in mind. The brain is so powerful. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, we are back to 1967. And I, I'm comfortable calling him Andy now, because he's a seven-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Andy's father <laughs> brings him into a building that was the old Curtis Writing Aeronautical Company in Woodridge, New Jersey. Oh, shit. Yes, he teleports a Ooh. lot from New Jersey. Wow. Um, where Ooh. he then... Let me get on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he teleports to the Capitol building in New Mexico, so have fun there. I mean... Oh, I mean, I've never been there. I could go to New Mexico. I don't want to be in the Capitol <laughs> right? building of New Mexico. Who knows what's going on. So, Basiago said he remembers the teleportation machine looked like a pair of parentheses, each one about eight feet tall, standing about ten feet from each other. When the machine was turned on, radiant energy began broadcasting between the two parentheses-like devices. The energy shimmered like water. I mean, I'm getting a real good picture in my mind. And yeah. it is like something out of the flash. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> so according to a podcast that I listened to, and I looked everywhere trying to find anything about it, but I couldn't, um, there was a report from a woman that same year saying that weird stuff was going on in the Capitol building at New Mexico and that she Ooh. watched people appear out of thin air <gasps> in the Come Capitol. Come on. Come on. Right? Right? Um, Okay. So after this first jump, he then soined. um, The sentence is, after this child signed a loyalty and secrecy oath, which then like, oops, because this is all an illegal affidavit. Uh, (laughs) He was fully enlisted (laughs) as a government time travel spy. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Oh, uh, shit. This so, is crazy. Dude. At seven years old. S- seven. He's seven. Yeah. I'm sorry. My little homie's eight. I'm, like, picturing him on these adventures. No. I'm picturing that <sighs> my yeah. nephew because he just turned six, and I'm like, this would be this insanity. Shit. Yeah. He would never get anything done. No. Also, I'm sorry, we're having a child sign a piece of paper. What does that look like? Like, are his letters backwards? Like? (laughs) Just. Did he. With the heart. Did he sign it in fucking crayon? Like, are you shitting me? Can he spell his full name Andrew or is it just Andy, like Toy Story at the bottom of Woody's foot? Like, what the fuck is this? That's exactly what I was imagining. Okay, so. He claims <laughs> that he and 140 other gifted and talented American mm. school children were enrolled in this and other intelligence projects for DARPA. Wow. You know, that was a class what? when I was in elementary school. Gifted and talented and I guess the higher achievers. Oh, yeah, there. that was a class in my elementary yeah, school, too. Yeah, you remember too. that? Yeah. Huh. Kind of made the rest of us feel like shit. I, they always had extra work, and I was fine with not having to do that. True. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, 
I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Elementary school was a long while ago. Yeah. Long time ago. I don't like it. Yeah, we can't remember our elementary school, and fucking Andy over here is like, and then I signed this paper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to become a time traveler? And he's, like, so much older With than the us. With government? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, so, yeah, him and all those kids are in their gifted and talented stuff. So they're studying history of society and science from the year 1450. So that children who could, who would be time traveling back to that period would have understanding of the social and technical history of when they were going. So they're like essentially like prepping these kids to not seem out of, to not seem out of place. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. God, that is crazy. Um, that's yeah. Yeah. So, um, as the years progress, they're doing more and more. So he says that in 1969, the government then apparently assessed their psychic abilities to see if they could, what they called remotely view, which in my mind is astral projecting, um, to a prisoner of war camp to see if John McCain was in prison and if so, where, which we do know that yes, he was, he was a prisoner of war and he was then later rescued. Um... So I'm getting real, uh, real Eleven vibes here. Yes. Okay. So that does come in a little bit talking about the Montauk chair, which is actually like my next thing. The thing is, is I just want to say is that the government has actually confirmed that like psychic abilities and astral projection works. And like, that's the thing that they've like studied and released information on. And they're like, yes, this is a thing. So, oh, Geo. Because your mind does amazing things. Because your brain is really powerful. Yeah. Keep uh, that in mind. <laughs> Keep that in So, they continue to <laughs> study. Yeah, episode. seriously. Uh, the government continued to study and test their astral projection abilities for a full year, which also involved the children being spun around. So, like, they're, like, strapped to a table, right? And then they're spun around on that table at 33 rotations per minute so that their body and mind were trained to go out of body. They essentially, like, dizzied up these kids to the point where they felt no longer physically connected to their bodies. That's crazy. Yeah. That feels like a form of torture. That feels really fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) And they made these kids sign up for this. Yeah. At seven. Um, so. Did they know they were going to be doing this when they signed up for it? This I'm sure crazy. not. No. Probably not. Okay. So then after that, this is where the 11 stuff comes in. They're strapped to what is like pretty famously known as the Montauk chair. Um, okay. and that's something that everyone can look into, but, um, it's where intense astral projection was induced. Children were asked to look into their futures and explain what they saw. Which, that's what a weird thing to ask a child to do. Yeah. Um. Because, like, how do you know if it's accurate or not? Well, then you just like what? Wait, like decades? Yeah, to see if they were right. Yeah, like that's that's a weird, a weird. It feels like you should be asking them to look into someone else's current life. Exactly. Something that you can, like, test, basically. Validate in the moment. Yes. Okay. That's weird. Again, 
All of these things are fully under the category of allegedly. But something that's like really important to keep in mind is that this is happening at the exact same time period of MKUltra, where the U.S. Mm. government was drugging up various sex workers, addict, and mentally ill patients with LSD to learn about brainwashing. Oh. It isn't, and in those experiments, a lot of people in those experiments didn't know what was happening. They didn't know they were in that experiment. So it is not out of the realm of possibility oh, that these children were allegedly, potentially, and actually just involved with MK Ultra. Yeah. See, it, that's what I'm thinking. Oh. I'm like, they, they needed a child, and so they picked someone's child who works for them. Someone like, who couldn't or wouldn't <clears throat> sue. Yeah. Okay, so that's just that's just something I want to lay down here because as much as I would love to be like time travel is real, teleportation. I think it's really important to remember that like we literally had our government like I saw a thing from MK Ultra where they were requesting twenty five thousand dollars worth of uh, blocked out chemical. That was LSD that they were asking for for like oh twenty five thousand dollars of government grade LSD to inject into um, knowing and unknowing people. So like. Our government's pretty fucked. Oh, crazy. <laughs> and I will totally do a full episode on MKUltra. I don't know why I should Ultra. be shocked by any of this because but like, like, yeah. it's the US government. Yeah, just to kind of like keep this... Forever. Yeah, really shady shit. And I would not be surprised if Basiago was potentially involved in that. Okay, anyway. So, here is where things... I guess not here. Here's where like he really starts to dive into his time travel and teleportation shit. So... He said that by 1970, the government had developed not one, not two, but eight major forms of time travel. The government, yeah. <laughs> yeah, eight. Like this shit is just iPhones coming eight. out every few months. Eight forms. Wow. By 1970, like he, it's been a couple of years. Advanced. It's been a couple of years, yeah. and they're already traveling through time. Okay. I am unsettled. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The government developed the technology for the purposes of intelligence gathering, as I said before. But, of course. Basiago says some methods were unreliable for intelligence gathering because they provided information from parallel universes. Oh. What the? Wow. So that's a thing. Or that's just his explanation for why he's wrong about some things. Oh, well, that was yeah. just a parallel universe. <clears throat> that or the, the man went through a wormhole as a child. <laughs> Seriously. This is like some fringe shit. What? Full stop. Oh, my God. Okay. Basiago claims that the first version of time travel was essentially like a 2D, two-dimensional view into the past or future through something that he referred to as a chronovisor. So, like, they wouldn't be there, but they could use this machine to watch past or future events like like a TV show. What the fuck? From there... It's really like one division, like... It's straight... It's yeah. full division. <laughs> um, That's crazy. He says from there, they took the 2D images... And we're able to almost turn it into a holographic view with, and then with that, they could travel through time. Wow. So what? this form of time travel was perfected in 1972, a, a plasma confinement chamber located in East Hanover, New Jersey. Oh, oh, 
Wait, what? What? Why? I'm sorry, mm-hmm. are you for real right now? I am very for reals right now. Uh, uh, uh super for reals. Ex- Actually, I need to explain to everyone who's listening right now because I don't know why I'm freaking out, but that's where I grew up. Like, my parents still live there. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, what is in New Jersey? A plasma... A plasma confinement chamber. That they would time travel through. That they time travel through, yes. Okay, but do we know, like, where? Because there is, there is, like... Probably some fucking abandoned building, dude. There's, like... the town has changed so much, but like there's Novartis, which it has like a huge campus, and it's a uh, you know the medical company. Um, they have yeah. a huge fucking campus, and they pay for like half of the town's uh, taxes. I bet that's like, property it. Taxes. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. What? That's insane. That's crazy. In 1972. Yeah. 1972. All right, I, I gotta... Gio, what are you eating? I gotta talk to my parents about this. Gio. <laughs> they probably don't know anything. I mean, I just gotta ask them if they've ever noticed anything weird around them. Yeah, definitely ask them. <laughs> they've been in the house for like 40-something years, so... Oh, do they might. It's possible. Oh, my God. Um, okay. So... Yeah, that would make it like 1970, around right? Around that Around time. there, yeah. Around that time. Wait, hold on. Y'all, I just did that math so bad. It would be the 1980s. Uh, 40 years ago, it would be 1981. 1980s. I know. I was like, where, where, where okay. are we in time right now? <laughs> we are. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows with this episode? Anyway. Um, okay, so he's in the plasma chamber. <laughs> in East Hanover. In East Hanover. Andy says you enter the chamber where plasma was emitted from where I don't know how I don't know. He says while well, immersed in the plasma, he wormholed to get the Gettysburg Address, which is November nineteenth, eighteen sixty-three, where he was then photographed. Ah, I remember this from ah. So yeah, feel free, listeners, to Google uh, Andrew Basiago Gettysburg photo. And up will appear the picture I am referencing, too. We'll also post it on the social media. Yes, we'll post it on social media, for sure. Yeah. Um, So now I'm going to kind of step away from the sort of step-by-step I've been... uh, These notes were step-by-step following of his affidavit, plus, like, some other interviews with him. So I'm going to kind of step away from that and uh, hop over to his website, projectpegasus.net, which is the (laughs) fucking most 2001 shit I've ever seen in my life. Um... (laughs) To talk about some of the other trips and events that he says that he has done. First and foremost, I'm going to start with what everyone is wondering. Did he go back and see Jesus? So, he says... (laughs) (laughs) Is everyone really... Dude, that was my top comment. My top comment on TikTok is, what about Jesus? Did he like (laughs) TikTok. Everyone was like, well, did he go see Jesus? He says... And so he says. <laughs> so he says that he didn't go back to see it, but someone went back and recorded it. Okay. So he says that Jesus was a 5'10 Caucasian man and um, looked exactly how we depict him. 
Bullshit. Bitch, are you shitting me? The average height of that time was like 5'3", and no one was white. So you're telling me that there was a white giant walking around, <laughs> and people worshipped him? No. Oh my god. No. What in the audacity of white people? No. Here's the other oh thing. Oh god. So some dude went back to the crucifixion of Jesus with a fucking 1970s camera and recorded it and no one fucking noticed. <laughs> no one wrote about that? No one was like, I saw the craziest thing in the yard today. Like, <laughs> I swear, a, a camera would be in the Bible. Where's your fucking camera? Oh, yeah. Where's the picture? What, what's your proof? Where's the video? Explain to me how Jesus was white. Unless you're telling me as a fucking time traveler. Someone was like, you know what? I hate my life. I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to be Jesus. <laughs> I believe that a member of the CIA would do that. <laughs> I believe a white hey. man in the 60s would do that. Absolutely. I believe it Full too. Full of the audacity. Seriously. Okay. Anyway, there's no fucking way Jesus was white. <laughs> so... <laughs> He also says he was sent back to the Lincoln assassination multiple times. And that in one of those times that he was sent back, he ran into himself that was there on a previous mission. Oh my god. Could you imagine? So what he says is... That's weird. Like, are you going back to the original, or do you just keep making new fucking timelines with yourself there? After oh. these first two encounters with myself occurred. First two. How many were So, there? apparently he ran into himself multiple times. That would fl- I'm like, how many butterfly I effects guess- did this guy fucking cause? Yeah. Seriously. Are uh, we all fucked now because of you, Andy? Because probably. you saw yourself multiple times? Fucking Don't you know God. the rules of time travel? Why didn't anyone warn us about Trump? Like, seriously. So, like, why didn't a time traveler warn us about Trump? He said that... It it was a ripple effect of one of his fuck-ups. This affidavit came out in 2015. You guys are... Trump was later. He didn't say until later that his dad took special interest in Trump. So it wasn't until Trump was president that Basiago mentioned Trump being, you know, like, being important. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Because, again, this is not real. He was a six-year-old on LSD, allegedly. allegedly. Yes, oh my god. A six-year-old on LSD. Allegedly. But for sure. Um, So yeah, he said that after these first two encounters with myself occurred, I was concerned that my cover might be blown. Unlike the jump to Gettysburg, in which I was clutching a letter to the Navy Secretary Gideon Wells to offer me aid and assistance in the event I was arrested. I didn't have any explanatory materials when I was sent to Ford's Theater. Wow. So like, they would like, there was like that show that was kind of actually about time travel, where people would like go back to the past to make sure that other bad people didn't fuck with the timeline and they would always have like special outfits so that they weren't they didn't look out of character so someone had to like give them props and shit gotcha. so I mean, like doctor who it's it's not <laughs> doctor who it's new it's a new no Hulu i was just show. saying like every time he goes back to the past he like changes into the outfits yeah, yeah. but like he he didn't change and 
And you had the outfits on and was sent back. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that is important for me to make sure that we know. Uh, he also... Well, in the picture, you know, he does... In the picture, he's got, like, old-school-looking clothes, but yeah. also his Isn't haircut one... is fucking weird. I was gonna say... And his like shoes are off. The shoes. The shoes yeah. look very 1970s. In a way that, like, if I saw that picture elsewhere, I'd be like, huh. That's weird. Yeah. Um, he said that he didn't see the assassination of Lincoln but heard it and that it was horrible which like obviously I can't imagine being six years old and like hearing someone get shot yeah yeah which again sounds like a really scary acid trip (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) the fact that they're literally sending children back in time to assassinations is insane that's, That's fucked up. Allegedly. 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 Allegedly, it's so yeah. fucked up. Um, <laughs> he said that a lot of times his experience, when he, like, went back in time multiple times, he said that his experience was different each time, and he thinks that that's because he was slipping into different parallel timelines because of... Him yeah. going back. Interesting. Um, so here are the things that he says that he knew about. Nixon resigning... The invention of the internet, the AIDS epidemic, the presidential wins for Carter, Bush, Clinton, and then Bush Jr., and the widespread use of cell phones. Hmm. Basiago says that he also traveled to the future, to the year 2045, where he was transported into a building made of emeralds, and he was given a canister of microfilm to be brought back to the 70s which contained a wealth of knowledge of every historical event up until then. What? So, like... Why did I just think about, like, the Wizard of Oz and that giant building? Yes, (laughs) that's pretty much it. That's pretty much what he was saying. Um, He also said that, like, environmentally, we're, like, the world is, like, stable. And that people were taller and thinner. So he thinks there's better prenatal care. Not even shitting you. He was like, yeah, people are, like, totally, like, better, so I bet there's, like, way better prenatal care. That's a leap, sir. Uh, <laughs> but okay. Also, like, if the environment is better, that means we finally got our fucking act together. Yeah. And Something maybe got we're us adapting together. to, you know, all of those changes. Yes. Um. So this is where we also get into why he filed this affidavit. He says that he, multiple other people, the Department of Defense, um, uh, Department of Defense, comma, Donald Rumsfeld, who was the U.S. Secretary of Defense in 2001, all knew that 9-11 was going to happen 30 years before it was supposed to happen. I mean, there already is another conspiracy theory that it was an inside job. The, the government knew about 9-11 is like, at this point, like a tale as old of, as time. Like, it's yeah. something that yeah. everyone talks about. Um, yeah. So, the thing that made me really uncomfortable was how he said that it was talked about. So, this is a quote from him. One time in a restaurant in New Mexico, one of the project engineers asked my father about this future event 
What can you tell me of the event called 911, Ray? Apparently it's some kind of domestic Pearl Harbor. My father responded matter-of-factly. Middle Eastern terrorists hijack commercial airlines and fly them into the Twin Towers in New York City. What happens then, Ray? The project engineer asks. The twin, the twin Towers come tumbling down like a ton of bricks. God, how awful. What happens after that? My father answered, the country picks itself up, dusts itself off, and goes on like nothing happened. First of oh. all, we're still in Iraq. Yeah. So we didn't go <laughs> yeah. on like nothing happened. The whole yeah. thing. We started a ridiculous war with people who didn't even do it. The whole thing is like, never forget. And there's so much <laughs> racism. and all. So the... Lots of things happened and are still happening because of 9-11. But the way the Twin Towers comes tumbling down like a ton of bricks, what happens after that? Like, it's not some fucking entertaining story. So, like, the way that Basiago kind of approached that made it seem like the people around him didn't really give a shit about 9-11. And I didn't... I I just didn't love that. I just felt, like, weird. Yeah. Um... So that's, that was the whole thing about the affidavit. Um, and there's like a whole, there's a lot of other details about like how he knew about 9-11 and he says that he watched it happen on film and all of this stuff. Um, so now that we're done with the affidavit is my big source of where I'm getting things. Um, I'm just going to kind of talk about some of the other stuff from other places that I found. So he says that the government would travel to the future to gain knowledge of future presidents and recruit them into their organization at a younger age. Oh, that's... Huh. That's suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Like, super suspicious. And I don't like that. This... Yes. Yeah. This happened when Boss Yago was in his second round of Project Pegasus, which was during his college years. Okay. So, huh. so do we refer to him as Andrew now? He's Andrew now. Yes, he's a college. He's a college student, Andrew, <laughs> or Drew. That feels appropriate. Drew. Uh, <laughs> so, um, in his college years, he was enlisted again, where he worked with uh, Barack Obama, allegedly. Oh. Where they together uh, teleported to Mars, allegedly. According to Basiago, Obama went by the name Barry Sotero and was initially teleported to Mars at the age of 19. Wow. Sotero was sent on his interplanetary mission to communicate with Martian animals and the extraterrestrials living on the red planet. <laughs> he huh, claims... is just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, I forgot that we were recording and I needed to, like, explain. say reaction. Yeah. But, like, my face is like, what? <laughs> yeah. So this dude really goes from the government knew about, knew about 9-11 to also I went to Mars with Obama. Also, I teleported with Barry. I teleported <laughs> to Mars. Not just I went. I teleported oh to Mars God. with my pal Barry. This is wild. It's crazy. So, during Is his Basia dad alive goes, right now? No. As, as uh, No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his dad died in 2005, and that's I'm when he tried to get the info. I was not laughing at that. I was laughing at Chalupa snoring really loudly. That was poor timing. I wish that his dad was alive so we could, like, corroborate Oh my this. god, I know. Yeah. Um, 
This is crazy. Right? So, like, I know, I you, just keep saying, did yeah, you have too what? much acid? Like, did <laughs> they give you too much acid? Imagine what doing acid as a six-year-old would do, and then he's in college also experimenting with alcohol and shit. It makes sense that, like, he started to lose his mind again. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. All of this is alleged. So, the white, like, this idea of Obama traveling to Mars gained enough internet notoriety in 2012 that the White House even, like, Obama was president when he was saying this. And the White House, like, even made <laughs> a comment right. about it and was like, no... Obama's never been to Mars unless you count watching, um, what's that, that cartoon about the Martian? Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian. Thank you. (laughs) Unless you count watching Marvin the Martian, Obama's never been to Mars, which I was like, dude, solid show. Uh, (laughs) That was a solid show. So the last piece of information I have is that uh, in 2019, a GoFundMe was started for Andrew Basiago, claiming that he has started to lose his vision as a result of all of these experiments, jumps, and time and travels. And the drugs! And probably <laughs> the LSD. Um, but I would like to end this on just what I see as the best presidential platform I have ever heard of. In 2016, Andrew Basiago <laughs> ran for president. And here's some of the platforms he that he Wait, ran on. On the Republican side? Oh, no, independent. Oh, okay. Okay, that's It would have cost $5 million for him to get his name on the ballot, so he asked Damn. people to write his name in. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. okay. Which, hey, you, you go, go for it, bro. You go, Andy. You go. So the platform he ran on is, I want the Tesla teleportation technology that Project Pegasus developed to be introduced socially, because if we replace forms of transport that rely on combustible engines, planes, trains, trucks, automobiles, motorcycles, we're going to be able to prevent 60% of greenhouse gases that humans rely on. But where is the lie? He wants to- Where is the lie? He wants teleportation to save the planet. (laughs) And that, that, I think that's part of that future that he saw. That he's with the taller skinny people. Amazing. I mean, the planet would be better. Second thing I call for putting Sasquatch on the endangered species lists. (laughs) When I was. I call for putting Sasquatch on the endangered species list. When I was four. Yes. When I was four in. uh, at Lake Sakandaga in the Adirondacks of New York, I encountered two Sasquatches. I went up to the outhouse and there was an adult male Sasquatch, probably, I don't know, 30 to 40 years old, and his five-year-old son who was my size. I'm essentially insisting on the bragging rights that I am the first presidential candidate since Theodore Roosevelt to affirm the existence of Sasquatch based on a personal encounter. I had no idea that Teddy Roosevelt had a Sasquatch encounter. I had no idea. I was about to be Theo. I had no idea either. Uh, But apparently he has, and Andrew Basiago just spilled the tea about it. But, yo, that documentary that I watched, they mentioned the CIA being involved with Sasquatch. I believe it. Yeah. And last but yeah. not least, he wants a healthcare platform like Canada. Oh, fantastic. Amazing. You've got my vote, sir. Dude. Yeah, bro. All like, right, Andy. What are we doing? Right? I, I got you. 
Yeah. As long as 20, you don't try to police my... 2024? Right? As long as you don't try to police my fucking body, I got you, sir. Dude, it sounds like he's not really trying to. I got to. you. And uh, that's Andrew Basiago and the U.S.'s teleportation and time travel technology. Wow. I mean, come on. All right. Come I mean, on. All of the sci-fi that we watch, there's got to be some yeah. truth to some of this shit. I know <sighs> that we've talked about it. I just don't know if I believe philosophically speaking as a philosophy major myself um I don't know if you could like destroy your physical form to like transport it elsewhere if that's still like you or if that's like a a copy of you we have had this conversation I don't know how that works do your atoms all get destroyed and Mm -hmm. it's a copy where does your soul go uh, yeah where's your soul go soul go is it actually you yeah so there's a lot of stuff that i just like can't even begin to wrap my head around about teleportation Mm -hmm. um i also read something once that talked about the way that our atoms are shaped point forward in time or some shit like that so they don't think that time travel backwards would ever be possible i don't know but if you look up teleportation like created by the government stuff comes up like scientific reports about people teleporting atoms individual atoms so like they working on it i just don't know if in our lifetime we'll see it happen with a living thing yeah who knows that'd be dope though that was some crazy 45 is not it's not that far away it's really not yeah so we're it's gonna be twenty five, twenty four years, twenty four years. Yeah. yeah. So there's a chance. Who knows? Hey. <laughs> Who knows? We've gotten pretty far. I mean, like we already have Amazon robots. Dude. So. <laughs> if there were ever a reason yeah. to stay alive, it's to see if Andrew Basiago was right. Uh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I take it back. Please don't take me out. <laughs> Yeah, I need to see this. I need to. I need to, I need to know. Yeah, I need to see. Or this you, <laughs> Andrew Basiago, if you have know. a chronovisor for us to look into the future, just oh, let I would fucking love that. I would absolutely love that. Hit, right hit a group of homies up. Let us know. Hey, we'll <laughs> we'll have a fun night. And government, if you want me to do LSD for you, all you gotta do is ask. <laughs> <laughs> like. Do you want me to actual project? It's fine. Yeah, I'll, I will, government. I'm down. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm here try, doing it on my own or trying to anyway. So, like, <laughs> scan this fucking yes. brain away. I would love. No, I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> I was going to say, I would love for someone to strap me to a table and spin me around at 33 rotations per minute. But that sounds awful. So, please don't. I will vomit. Yeah. I w- yeah. How many times did those kids throw up? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> After five, I would be done. I'd be like, I'm done here. I tap out. I tap How out. How fast is 33 rotations per minute? I, I just, I need to know. <coughs> Good Lord. Are you okay, Liz? Yeah, sorry. I swallowed on my own fucking spit. <laughs> Wrong Don't way. worry. I don't have COVID. I just choked on my own fucking saliva. <laughs> There's a meme like that, if that's not relatable. Okay, so it, nothing is giving me what I need to know, but people are <laughs> saying that turntables play too fast at 33 rotations per minute. So, like, I'm thinking about how fast record players spin. 
Wow. Now imagine you strapped to a table. Yeah, that's a spinning lot. Spinning that fast. I feel like it, I, yeah, that, that would be that's too much. That's too much. Ugh. How, uh, how many rotations in a minute do astronauts do in their training in that thing? It, it might be 33, It might be 33, dude. yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Because those shits go pretty fast. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I should say, uh, people are probably wondering why the government picked kids. Yeah, I don't Uh, know. And Basiago says that when they tried to time travel with adults, they essentially, after a while, started to lose their minds. Mm. And that kids were more able to, like, (laughs) go through the motions of, like, being wormholed to other like through that stuff because like kids have like a more open, open mind, mind i guess yeah um hell yeah well that's why children are much more open to like the supernatural, supernatural yep. world yep. and um they said <laughs> yep. that part of the goal with the kids was to like get their bodies used to this shit now so that when they're adults they can be like an elite force of time traveling teleportation spies <laughs> oh my god yep lose your mind early Shit. so that we can do it now instead of later yeah well and fucking boss is apparently losing his sight so that sucks yeah they only raised yeah, yeah. like a couple hundred dollars and the gofundme is no longer available that sucks oh That's damn sad. yeah so and i don't know what he's doing now but i didn't look too hard so yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's okay. Yeah. oh man well thank you katie that was a roller yeah. coaster Dude, I told you, we go from white Jesus to Sasquatch. It's (laughs) real quick. I almost forgot about white Jesus. (laughs) Oh, I'll never forget. Just like us in 9-11. Yep. What a solid note to end on. I think about it all the time. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And uh, we will be back next week. You can follow us on Facebook. Wait, next week or in two weeks? Oh, two weeks. That's two right. Weeks. We've amended our schedule, y'all. We're going to do every two weeks for now, and then maybe once we have, like, a backup of stuff, we can start to bring stuff out more. Mm-hmm. We have some crazy yeah. lives going on, so bear with us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So in two weeks, we'll be back with more. Two, um, two, <laughs> two weeks. Fourteen days. You can oh, follow us on Facebook at Always the Last to Know. You can follow us on Instagram at AL2K Podcast. Um, hit up Katie's uh, TikTok. What's your TikTok? <laughs> I'm okay. on uh, TikTok and Twitter at Katie Doesn't Know. Yes. Okay. And then. Um, Love it. You can also Katie look at my TikTok know. too. <laughs> it's Ashley Newman underscore hair. Thanks. Um, yeah, you're all professional and, and shit, and I'm just over here like, what the fuck? I'm all professional. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you can email us at al2kpodcast at gmail.com if you, I don't know, have anything you want to email us. Uh, if you have any topics that you would love to hear us talk about, just DM us. Let us know. Yeah. And, and uh, DM us about the philosophical aspects of time travel and teleportation because i would, would love, love yeah. to have that conversation with anyone yeah. who will stand me talking about it <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun um and thanks for listening everybody thanks have a y'all. good night 90 noodles <laughs> bye, bye.